Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, dude. The 90s called. With Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hey, Dude, the 90s called podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, David. And I am David's co-host, Christine. Hi, David. What's up? How are you? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Good. How's your summer? Summer is good. I'm a year older. I am now 52. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. And I'm a year older than you, right? Because you just, you, you turned 51 in the spring, right? Yeah, you're probably... Should we not talk about our ages on here? <laughs> <laughs> you're a little bit less than a year older than me, I yes. think. But, um, I am... Um, yes, I had a birthday, which was lovely. I was so... Like, Ben and the kids planned this beautiful garden brunch lunch at a restaurant that I love up here in Westchester. And it was just, and and the best was at each place setting. And my mom was there, my brother, it was a family thing, very low key. But um, at each place setting, there was a little framed photo of me over the years. Like it was like all these different pictures of little me, young me. And of course he had to put a framed one of me, um, in a bald cap for an episode I did of a show of a successful show. Anyway, it it just made me laugh because it was all these sort of baby pictures. And then me in in a, in a looking like an alien 
Um, <laughs> I remember that. Wait, did Ben really plan this or did Joan help him plan no, this? No, he did it. He did it all. He wow. got them on board because, uh, you know, Quinn was had the day off from his summer program at NYU. So he he came up and and um, no, he he had it all coordinated. It was so, and it was a beautiful day. We finally got this gorgeous East Coast, not like this great summer weather that hasn't been it's been so humid and you know just thick it's honestly so thoughtful of ben to like you know make it special for you <laughs> it was, I, I, yes it's, it's little things like that little uh, things i know it was great it was exactly what i because i don't love a big party i don't love a huge blowout i really don't those days are over so <laughs> I, I like a good little brunch lunch with lots of yummy cakes and um and there were a bunch of cakes and that because I love birthday cake. Well, yes. Happy birthday. Um, Thank you. Hannah came home from uh, Tel Aviv and she's so happy to be home, but had an, an amazing experience there. And uh, Chelsea's still off at camp. Does Hannah seem like more, I know she's an adult already, like, but did, did she come back just seeming more knowledgeable and savvy and grown up? I feel like they go away and come back and I am like, who are you? You're so grown <laughs> up. You're so mature. Yeah, partly that. Yes, for sure. She worked for a finance company there and, and gained a lot of knowledge and, and, and enjoyed everything that Israel has to offer. But I feel like she wanted to just be in her bed and be a little girl again. Oh, I know. You know That's like the best. Partly. <laughs> <laughs> she like lays in our bed. She asks Jill to scratch her back and just right, wants to like, right. you know. Make uh, food for me. Take care of me. Right. I know. It is. It's like it's the tug of war between both of I'm I'm on my own now, but I'm also still yeah. mom and dad are my it's people. A, it's a beautiful time. Chelsea's off at camp. Casey goes to UT Austin on the 17th. And <gasps> we are, yeah, it's a lot coming up for That's us. That's crazy. That went by so fast. I remember us talking about him making the college decision and now he's is your house just um like everything ready for him to move? Like is yeah. it just filled with bags and stuff and piles? Christine, Jill is ordering towels and sheets and everything to our house just for <laughs> just us to bring on a plane <laughs> to Austin. Bring. I'm like, you know they have Target there. Uh, <laughs> right, whatever. No. She's like, no, we have to wash everything. Yes, it has to be soft. It has to smell like home. That's Yeah, but she do, has no David. idea. In two weeks, he will <laughs> never wash be- anything again. <laughs> It's going to be disgusting. It's all it's all a mood point, but we're we're excited. It's so great. It's so so great. I mean, big deal and Chelsea becomes the only child now for a period of time where she is going to rule the house. Teenage I girl. Know. She's like she's coming home from camp a few days early cuz we had promised her she could come home early and her biggest uh reason is so she can hang with Hannah and Casey. She's like, I just, she doesn't want them to leave, you know, like she's so uh, upset about it. Oh, I bet. I mean, her big brother and sister, she, she, she'll get used to it. She'll love. I know. Like she'll love running the show. She will Very quickly. (laughs) Very quickly. And she'll have both of you totally wrapped around her finger. Right. And she'll visit them and, and they'll be home quite a bit. You know, you know how it is, but, uh. Should we talk about this guest? Because I'm so psyched to interview her. I mean, I cannot believe this. This is iconic 90s. I feel like we say that for a lot of people, but we've had a lot of great iconic 90s guests. 
Um, and she is no exception. I know, but her whole, uh, she has an amazing life story from, you know, early years through the, the band, Wilson Phillips, and, and, and now, you know, with, with, with her uh, husband, Billy Baldwin, and all their kids. I mean, she's amazing. No, it's, I mean, I, I yes, I really can't. Because to me, the, sto- the stories, which we will get into with her, but g- the sh- growing up in a family of legends, <laughs> right? Like, let's, I think that's right. like an easy, that's a safe thing to say. Um, and, and, and to, to successfully transition into her own career. I mean, that doesn't happen always it doesn't always happen it, that it's way it's <laughs> so unique and so cool and i was such a huge fan of of their music i i it r- brings me right back to like my senior year of high school oh i'm my sure gosh. you were too right i mean it's the best it's the best I, since we've had her booked it's just their music has been in my head <laughs> I know. since we booked her to come on, hold on so for one more i day. know i know that one especially all right welcome her <laughs> yes, yes, let's bring her in. China Phillips. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome Thank you. to our fun little podcast, Hey Do the 90s Called, where we talk about 90s. But before you came in, we were just talking about how incredible your life story is. Like to grow up in a in a family of music legends and to successfully transition to being your own music legend uh, in your own right. Like that doesn't happen often. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. We we definitely started singing together at a very very young age. I mean, Carney and Wendy and I—I I don't know if you know that we grew up together. We met as infants, and our fathers, Brian Wilson and John Phillips, best friends. They used to play basketball together uh, when you know we were just in our little carriages when our our mothers were just pushing our, the prams and. We would watch, you know, Brian Wilson, obviously, the Beach Boys, and my father um, play basketball together. And um, then we started singing together, literally, when we were like three years old, four years old, on the mantle, you know, charging our parents five, ten dollars a ticket to watch us. <laughs> and, like every kid um, in America did. but Exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, so it was just this sound that we had as, as you know, a very, very young age. And then Wendy, Carney and Wendy's mom, Marilyn Wilson, walked in on us when we were about in our late teens, like 18, 19, and we were singing to heart and it was um the it was the song oh, dog and butterfly i don't know if you're familiar familiar with that song but it's a really beautiful song um and we were harmonizing to that song and she said what is this and we were like what are you talking about and she's like what is this sound and we said well we're just harmonizing and she was like you guys need to start a group so that's when the sort of like embryonic embryonic stages of wilson phillips started when her mom was like you guys need to start a group so we started singing together more and more and more until we kind of developed our sound and then four years later we got approached by a record company and that's when it all just went crazy but we had already written hold on release me and you're in love with glenn ballard who ended up doing jagged little pill and man in the mirror and all, you know i mean he did man in the mirror before wilson phillips obviously but i mean we wrote those songs with glenn before we even had a record deal so and the crazy thing is the president of our record company was like you know, I'm really excited to have you guys, but, you know, I just don't feel like we have the hits yet. And we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, so oh, we kept my God. And you like, delivered them, hold on, and they said that? 
Yeah. I, and we had been writing for a year and he was still saying, yeah, I don't think we have the hits yet. And, and then finally he played them for like his best friend. And his best friend was like, dude, talk about dude. He was like, dude, you've got the hits, like release the songs, like start making the videos. And then the rest was, was history. It was pretty cool, though. Wow. How old were how old were you all at that point? So Wendy had to take the GED. She was still in 12th grade. So she never completed 12th um, grade. So she you must wrote have been all 18. those songs when you were in 12th grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. That is incredible. Well, I was just banging away at my mom's antique piano. I was like, ah, 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 ah. you know, like I was not, I was, I felt so sorry for my mom because literally there was like six months of me just trying to remember what I knew of piano from when I was six. Right. So, cause she had me in piano lessons from like six to 12. So I had forgotten so much, but something really sort of supernatural happened. You know, when I sat down at the piano and started playing those keys, melodies started coming out, out of me. And I didn't even know that I, you know, had the gift of being able to write a song. So when that started happening, I was like, what is happening right now? And I felt like I was like, I don't know. It, it was just being downloading from heaven. I just felt like I was getting songs or, from, from God. That, <laughs> d- divine, that divine intervention. Or, pa- yeah. or parental intervention. Let's go back because the, for our listeners, um, <laughs> China's parents were the band, the Mamas and the Papas, you know, California Dreamin', which is, you know, an anthem for all of us who who live out here. But I mean, some of that must have uh, siphoned off to you as a child, right? If you started writing music at such a young age. Yeah, but remember, by the time I was two years old, my parents had already disbanded, you know, uh, Mamas and Papas uh, was not a thing anymore by the time I was two. So I did grow up with a lot of influences around me. I mean, you know, Carney had Elton John coming over all the time. And I always had like, you know, Mick Jaggers oh. of the world. Oh, just in Elton John and Mick Jaggers. You know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my mom always had fantastic music playing in the house, the Eagles, Fleetwood Mac. So I had a lot of musical influences going on sublimi- subliminally and also just in of me all day long so china was there a was there you said you were all childhood friends since babies since diapers what when you started kind of doing these little shows and performances for the parents and charging them five bucks to stand in front of you know was there a was there a leader in the bunch of you three like was there one who was the bossy oh, one who was like Carney we're doing <laughs> wilson was the leader she okay was. <laughs> she was she's been the leader since she came out I mean, Carney was just born a natural leader. Um, Yeah. So Carney, Carney would boss us around and she would give us our parts. And that's how I learned harmony. So my hat's off to Carney. You know, she, she, she taught me how to sing harmony. I had no idea how to sing harmony before, um, you know, she taught me, which was when I was about 18, about 18 or 19 years old. She taught me how to sing harmony. And I ended up taking the middle anyway. So Wendy would take the top part and Carney would take the low. But still, if I had to sing harmony, she always, um, you know, she, she just gave me the skills. Yeah. She's great. I met I met her. We live in New York now, but in the years of L.A., met her a few times. And and when you said I, that's why I asked, because she is such a strong personality and she's that person that like you meet her and you feel like, oh, wait, I, do we know? Do we even know each other? 
but I feel like now I know you so well. And she just has that. I mean, it, it really is like immediately makes somebody feel, you know. She's a little bit of a Svengali. <laughs> like she just, she has to have the final word. And she, you know, it's like Wendy and I just kind of sit there and nod at this point, you know, when she's talking, we're like, whatever you want to do, Carney, it's all good. You know, <laughs> she's got plans. Like when we go to visit a record, uh, a radio station or something, she's like, now remember the guy's name is David and the, and the, you know, the, the production manager's name is da 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 and the lead DJ is da da And we're like, how do you know that? She's like, cause I read the reports. I read what we're doing. Whereas you guys just show up, you know? right, right? You just show up and charm them. But I'm the I'm the researcher. I'm the brains behind the operation. Yes, yes. Oh, she's great. Quite a plug for you, Carney. I hope you appreciate this plug I just gave you. I'm sure she does. <laughs> but it's you know um, the Beach Boys and their harmonies, and your parents and their harmonies. It's just so interesting that the yes. the music style that you guys adopted or was ingrained in you was so similar because they all had great harmonies and your harmonies were what made your music so special. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, listen, I was hearing harmony in utero and I love harmony. Uh, some of my favorite groups are harmony groups. I mean, you know, uh, ABBA and all those love, 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 but we really wanted to be able to, have our own sound and, and really make our own mark because obviously we had more to prove than everybody else because so easily people could have said, Oh, well, people are writing their songs and everything's being handed to them on a silver platter. And of course they've already got a shoe in because they've got famous parents. So really that was um, a big obstacle for us in the beginning. But uh, as soon as people heard the music, then they started to change their tune a little bit because they were like, oh, okay, you know what? The music stands on its own. And so once we overcame that threshold, once we walked through that, you know, then we knew the rest was cake because we knew that we could sing. We knew that we could write music. We knew that we had our own sound. It was just getting over those judgments and those, you know, initial preconceptions of what people would think you know, how we got in the door and, you know, and I'm not going to lie, of course, of course, having famous parents helped us. I mean, you'd have to be, you know, an idiot to like not be curious, like, okay, you put the mamas and papas kids together <laughs> right. with the Beach Boys kids and what do you Doesn't get? take you know? a genius. So obviously there was some curiosity. There was definitely some curiosity there and I know that helped. So thank you God for that. That was cool. But it is an <laughs> obstacle though to have such famous parents who were so successful in the same thing that you're pursuing uh, because people think that you, you you know you're riding coattails or something. That's right, they do, and they just make assumptions like that. And you know, like I said, I'm not going to deny that it helped, of course, to get our foot in the door. But after that, we had to establish ourselves as as artists, you know, on our in our own right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So go back. The president of your record company doesn't think you have the hits, brings over his best friend who says, those are the hits. And yes. so th- then what happened? So then the it, he was immediately like, okay, we're going to put out the record. Yeah. Well, we, we, we spent a week doing two back-to-back videos. So we did hold on and release me so that we would have release me in the can and ready to go. So we did the two videos and then, um, yeah, and then pretty much they released him. But, you know, well, Hold On was a very slow, slow climb to number one. It really was a slow climb, which was actually beautiful because um, <clears throat> we were able to, you know, really sort of get used to being on the road, get used to being away from home, get used to singing on stage, get used to doing these TV shows. We were really just thrown into the fishbowl of, you know, the oh entertainment world that's a lot overnight. of were you how were you so scared it, it, yeah i was terrified but it gave us time to marinate you know what i mean a little bit like hold on it took i think it was like a whole 42 weeks or something like that before it went to number one which was kind of cool <laughs> that's so unusual that it, yeah. it just sort of stayed and built there was just the build and the build every and people- week it just kept climbing yeah Little by That's little. the best way to have yeah. something grow, I think, because people just start ta- telling people it's organic and the song is so 
inspirational and aspirational and uh, people found it on their own. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, obviously it touched a lot of people, but I think that just the, the, the lyric was so universal. Hold on for one more day. Like who can't identify with that concept of just like, Oh, I don't have to hold on for a year or for a week or for a month. I can just hold on for today, you know? And I think that that just spoke to people and that they got that message loud and clear. (laughs) Wherever they were at in their lives. Young people, old people, you know, which, yeah, so universal. Absolutely. People, young and old, could apply that to their lives. What was the writing of that album Mm -hmm. like? How did you, the three of you, work together as far as lyrics and musical composure and all that? Yeah. So it was different all the time. Like sometimes, you know, Carney would come in with a lyric idea or sometimes I would come in with a musical idea or vice versa. Um, Sometimes Glenn would come in with a chorus um, or a verse. So it really, or Wendy would come in with a beautiful piece of music. So it really just depended. All of us had strengths in lyric and all of us had strength in melody and in, and in, um, yeah, music melody uh and uh lyric so all of us would just we would it was just sort of like a melting pot we would all come in with our ideas um but with hold on specifically it was pretty cool because we had been working that night in the studio and glenn just kept playing this music over and over again and it was pretty much from beginning to end hold on like he just kept playing it over and over again we were like that is such a cool tune we love that and so we kind of just started throwing around melodic ideas and he gave us each a cassette tape and he said go home listen to this and just see what you come up with well anyway i was obsessed absolutely obsessed with this music this piece of music that he had written and it was hold on from beginning to end like i said it was the music from beginning to end and i just slipped it into my cassette tape on my way home from that writing session and i was obsessed and i got out a memo pad and the whole night i just i i wrote and wrote and wrote and then the next day we got to work and I, I had written, you know, the lyrics to hold on and the melody and I sang it for them and everyone loved it. And, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn because like I said, I really believe it was downloaded from, from heaven. I really do. I believe that God wanted that song to get written and that he used me just as a vessel and Glenn as a vessel. And um, yeah, and then the, we demoed it that day and uh, we obviously ended up re-recording it for the actual record, but we, we just knew it was something so special. It really was. Yeah, the lyrics That's are in, incredibly inspiring, right? Listen, anybody who can put sustain in a number one hit song. You can sustain, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, you know it's, good, it's good songwriting. If you can put sustain in there, you know, it's like, I don't know. What does that rhyme with? I don't, I don't know. I've never heard the word sustain in a song in my life. Oh, and to be able to sing it like that too. That's not an easy one. Oh, thank you. That's amazing. Wow. What was the touring life like? We mostly did radio tours around the world. We we did one Richard Marks tour where we opened oh, for Richard Marks and I, loved we did, him. I think it was like a I don't know, a six week tour. Um and it was pretty grueling, I have to admit. Touring was not my favorite because you know, you're on a bus and you're away from home. And, you know, I I just felt a little isolated. And, and you, um, guys, you hear this all the time. I mean, listen, it was basically, you know, the Journey Faithfully song, you know. Uh, I, I Steve, Steve Perry wrote it. It's like, 
you know, that he wrote that song about being on the road. He just nailed it. It's so lonely. Yeah. And it's like being mm. in a circus. It's like you're just you're surrounded by a world that's not real. And so it just feels very isolating. That's the only way I can really describe it. But I will say, I mean, just the excitement of being on stage, like that was my favorite part. Once you get on stage, it was all the ancillary stuff around it that was just a little crazy making, but like being on stage and feeling the, just the, you know, the energy between the, you know, the audience and, and, and us and singing, it, it, it was very, very powerful. And you know, it would bring me to tears by the end of the show. I'd, I'd be crying. Carney would be crying. Oh when my would be God. Crying. And yeah, it's just, um, it's just very moving to see how music, um, you know, resonates with people's souls. You know, it really, it really is a very unique way to touch people and to have that gift and to be able to share it with people is a true blessing. It really is. I mean, we, because this is a very nostalgic podcast. So we talk a lot about that period of time in the 90s and 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 how much music is such a huge, I mean, it is for all of us throughout every chapter. But when we look back, David and I, at, at, at our, you know, coming up in the 90s, I'm sure we're all fairly close in age, like, like, we were in our young early 20s. And, you know, the how, um, you know, uh, formative, like just how much your song will take me back to an exact place that I was at a party at a, yes. And it, and it, it, it is a way to, 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 to sort of have that memory and to cherish that moment in time. You remember that person that you were with or. It just makes you, you know, want to walk down a Venice boardwalk, doesn't it? <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's so California. But the, the experience of being on stage and listening, you know, seeing thousands of people sing your lyrics as you're performing. And then now to see how the music lasts, the longevity of it is I, it's really like, I mean, every, I wish everyone could experience that because it's got to be so incredible. Yeah, I think that, you know how Oprah used to say, the soundtrack of my life. You know, like, <laughs> you know she used to say that all the time. But it is true. You know, we store it in our brains, uh, music that we love. We store in a very particular part of our brains. Apparently, I read up on this a little bit in science magazines. Um but music does touch the human heart in a way that nothing else does. And um, it can evoke really deep emotions and it can make you feel really good and it can make you feel really happy. And it can also evoke really painful feelings and bring back, you know, um, maybe memories that you don't really necessarily want to remember, um, but you have no choice. That's why listening to the radio is like such you know, it's such an assault sometimes <laughs> on us because we're listening to the radio. And you don't know what's coming next. You don't know what song is going to make it, what it's going to make you feel. But truly, it's like each song does hold a special memory um, in our brains, whether it's positive or, or negative. You know, um, I don't know. I, for me, anytime I hear a Fleetwood Mac song, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is. It just thrust me back into the seventies and I'm eight years old and I'm, you know, holding hands with my dad walking down the beach in Malibu, or I'm, you know, yeah. with my mom driving in Beverly Hills because she had, she, she used to always get her hair done in Beverly Hills and we'd listen to Fleetwood Mac. And, you know, so it's just like, it just directly catapults you into a memory. Isn't it amazing how that happens? 
That's incredible. And the, and and how, you know, I, I, I also think back on the 90s as the period of time when people started making um, playlists, like, you, you know, a mixtape, mix, <laughs> yes. mix, mixtapes, oh, the mixtapes, the mix right? <laughs> the and mix that was because, like you it said. It meant so much. It meant so, Each I mean, oh my God, so a new relationship and someone gave you and a mixtape. You knew someone really loved you if they gave you that oh. mix. Oh, especially like, especially on the days where it was on cassette. I mean, you were literally burning those onto the cassette. Yes. Right, and the turn button. song number three up a little bit higher. Right. Do you remember the horror of like your cassette, seeing that like your cassette was in your purse or something and it wasn't in its case and you pulled it out and the string had come out and you're oh, like- Oh yeah, and you'd have to wind it with your finger. wind it back and you're <laughs> yes. praying it's still going to work. Yes, I, that's a visceral memory of the, yes. of the putting your finger in. Into the, in and, there. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it, it is so true. It's um, but yeah, and like, the I, panic, the oh, panic, no, that no. feeling, like oh my gosh, what it's, have I done? Yes, right. This music's gone forever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that, but I never. It's so you you hit on something that I've never even thought of when you talked about the radio and the assault. I never even thought of it in terms of. You're not really prepared for what's going to be next. So, so like if you're in a groove and then it's like, oh, there's that, but not just because A, I don't like it, but it's going to evoke an emotion that you're not necessarily prepared for, yeah. right? That you like, haven't. Hello. Again. <laughs> hello. You're like, no. No. <laughs> I don't want to cry right Neil Diamond. It's genius. That's so great to think of it that way. I, uh-huh. I really loved looking at it that way. I'm and, genius. And, and, yes. oh, <laughs> genius. But, but again, that's why the, the mixtapes, because that was very, you know, you, you were in a safe zone because that was curated. That oh. was Totally. Right up. You knew what you were going for with each That's song. That's right. <laughs> well, you were so, I mean, like your parents, just such a California vibe, you know? And there's, <laughs> I was, I go to New York a lot and there's, the radio plays completely different music. You know, there's a yeah. lot of Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. Out here, it's the Doors, <laughs> it's the Eagles, you know, I mean, obviously California Dreaming and your type of music. And and it's, it, it's like, a, you know, a cultural Mm-hmm. Uh, type of music, this California yeah. type vibe, you know? Yeah, it is. And trust me, like that wasn't our intention. That wasn't our goal going into writing those songs. But I think just because of such a, the strong influences that we've been around our whole lives, it just naturally flowed out of us that way. Yeah. I mean, you grew up here. We, we, did, did, where did you grow up? Because I mean, we, we've spoken to, you know, like the Lowe family and the the Sheens and the, and, yeah. uh, the Pens. They all grew up in Malibu, but what was your yeah. experience? So I grew up all over the place. I'm a bit of a mutt. Um, I grew up all over California. Like I, um, uh, mostly Los Angeles, but you know, all over LA. Like I lived up in the Mulholland Mountains. I lived in Malibu. I lived in West Los Angeles. I lived in Beverly Hills. I lived, um, Carney and Wendy lived in the Valley their whole life. Like they were always, always in the Valley. So I pretty much lived in the Valley too. Cause I would spend every weekend with Carney and Wendy when oh, I was nice. little, like that was just an instant. There was no question. I was spending the night at their house come Friday. My mom would drop me there and pick me up on Sunday. Like mm-hmm. that's what I did. So, um, 
Yeah, I kind of grew up all over the place. But right now I'm living in New York and I'm loving it. I'm back in New York. I, I When I met my husband, Billy Baldwin, I decided that, um, well, he decided pretty much. He was like, you know, I'm never going to live in California. And I was like, oh, I wanted to ask you about that. So how you met Billy, because I, I think of their family as so New York. And I wondered if you guys just have, if you're in both places or, um, but tell us yeah. how you met Billy, wh- where you were at in your life. And, and yeah. with the band and was it at the peak of everything? Was it as everything had slowed down a little bit? Yeah, it was pretty much at the peak when I met Billy. I was at the airport about to board a flight to New York and I was in the sort of loungy area with Carney and Wendy. And he literally just walked right up to us and he sat down right in front of us and he was like, oh my gosh, you guys, what's it like to be like at the top of the world? And, <laughs> and you know, he, and when he walked away from us, Carney goes, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And I said, what? She goes, you didn't see that? I said, what? She said, he's definitely going to ask you out before we land in New York because we were on the same flight. And I was like, no, no, he's not. And she was like, I would bet money on it. And sure enough, he asked me out at baggage claim. So she lost the bet. because (laughs) (laughs) Baggage claim. (laughs) But uh, he did ask me out. And yeah, we've been together ever since. We're about to celebrate our 28th wedding anniversary in September. So we've been together for a while now. And we have three beautiful children. We have Vance, Jameson, and Brooks. So we have two girls and a boy. And um, yeah, you know, we we have our ups and downs just like any married couple. It's I'm not going to paint like this, you know, perfect picture because I hate it when people do that. You know, we're a real married couple with real married couple issues. And um, and we've been able to, you know, ride the storms. I mean, there's been a lot going on in our families, obviously, which we're not going to get into. But, you know, it's been a lot of drama and a lot of chaos. And our son was sick for a couple of years and that was really hard. And so, you know, but we've been able to ride the waves together and that's you know we've been able to you know we we, we've emerged like purified gold i like to say the two of us have really done a great job and i'm proud of us so yeah that's (laughs) really really beautiful and it's a really we we all know david and i are both in long-term marriages too and we know how hard it is and sorry about that and then the minute yeah (laughs) it's like I, i always say the my the friends that i have who didn't have children are the ones who have like, it's like, I feel like they never seem to have issues. It's always sort of, and maybe it's just what I'm seeing, but I always feel like, you know what, it, it, we've, we've ridden those waves. We've all done it. And, 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 you know, children shred a marriage. Like, let's be honest, they they shred it up. And, you know, it takes a lot of work to be, because, you know, obviously you have different parenting styles too. And I know this isn't going to turn into a parenting podcast, trust (laughs) me, but, you know, people do have different parenting styles and you also just come into parenting with your own set of like issues. I mean, you have your own unresolved parental issues yourself. So you're like, you know, you know your kids are going to end up in, in the chair. They're going to end up in the therapy chair, and you just have to stop <laughs> it. and blame you. Totally exactly. surrender exactly. to it. Like I surrendered to that when they were like two. I was like, oh, they're they're messed up. Like this is this is a problem. Like they're, they're going to end up in the chair. I was like, I'll pay the bill. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best here. I'll pay your therapy bills. <laughs> well, it's always like uh, the other thing too is it, it that feeling of. Uh, you want to give your kids somebody else to talk to 
about us that isn't us, right? Like they need to vent. They need to express mm-hmm. it. They need to get yeah. it out. When they're little, we're the only ones they have. Um, and uh, and I do. I think that's so smart. I think that's the way to do it. And I, yeah. um, my kids know. saved it for me. They did not give it to anybody else. I heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they mean, blamed I'm you, with you to your face. Yeah, I'm with you. David and I always joke that, you know, especially the the teenage girls that we both have had and David, you currently still have a teenage girl, but the 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 way they know how to, I mean, annihilate you. It it could just be a look. (laughs) It could be one word. It could be uh, just the way they walk through a room. And that is it. They take you all down. Well, my daughter Brooks and I were on our way to go look at a house because we were house hunting and she was like, mom, make sure you wear something appropriate and don't talk too much. I mean, literally like it's a role reversal. (laughs) (laughs) Don't embarrass me. Oh my gosh. Kids can shred a marriage for sure. I mean, if you make it through all of that stuff, but they also are what keep you together. You know, like- uh, long-term marriage is a gift, I think, if you still wake up and you still respect and enjoy and laugh with the person. If your wife's in the other room, is she N- hearing no, all of this? No, <laughs> exactly. no. But Jill, if I said it for her Jill, purpose, it would on, have no meaning. But I'm, <laughs> divorce <laughs> and separation is not easy. And, and I always thought about like, if we ever did get separated, who else is going to enjoy these accomplishments of my children? It's just me and her. You know, whether however many years removed you are from each other, you are still always connected and the kids are your connection. You have to choose your hard because they're both hard. Staying together is hard. Yeah. Being divorced is hard. So choose your hard. <laughs> choose your you hard. <laughs> it's not. Yes. Choose your hard. That's really good. That is uh-huh. re- that's a good motto to live by. And, you know, it's it's um, it. it I feel like you're right, David, though. It was like for us, because Ben and I did separate for a period of time. And it Mm -hmm. was even though we were making that decision to separate as a couple, we were still together all the time. The family was the most important priority. And ultimately, it was, you know, all being together during that period of time with with each of us having our space to understand each other and learn things about each other with some space we were able to find our way back i mean it's like a glue it's like a glue yeah and you're young i mean like i don't know how old you are but like you obviously you met him when you were pretty young so it's like you have to learn to grow together i mean i met when i was 23 i'm 55 i'm a completely different human being and he's had to realize like oh i guess i can't be the same person i was in this marriage 15, 16 years ago, I've got to grow. And same with me. I've had to, you know, I've had to be willing to grow and change and evolve and, you know, realize that Billy's growing and changing and evolving too. And he's not the same guy he was when I met him when he was 28. So anyway, but I have a lot of really exciting things going on in my life and I want to share them with you guys. if You'll give me an opportunity to do so. Absolutely. Please. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know that I have a YouTube channel that's called California Preaching, and my YouTube channel has 85,000 subscribers. I'm so excited about it and it's taking off. And so I would love for anybody who's listening to check out my California Preaching channel, but really the best place to go is California Preaching, not Preaching, like I-N-G, it's California Preaching uh, <laughs> dot com and 
So go to CaliforniaPreaching.com. It's my website. I have all my merch on there and I have, you know, uh, a link to all my videos on YouTube. And it's just a really, really fun channel talking about my life. It's kind of like my DIY reality show <laughs> about my own life. And Billy's on the, on a lot of the um, episodes and we have a lot of fun together, a lot of laughs. It's great. And then I have a women's ministry that is taking off. You guys, it's so exciting. I'm doing something called California healing again. I love it. Oh healing. my God. And no G, no G. It's a woman's uh, ministry, and there's a whole California healing page on my CaliforniaPreaching.com. So if you go to CaliforniaPreaching.com, you can see my women's ministry and see what it's all about. Small groups of 25 women. We're on uh, the fourth group now, and it's really exciting. A lot of women's lives are being transformed and changed, and they're find finding a lot more purpose and meaning in their lives. And um, I have to say, I'm really excited about it. I feel like, again, I'm just being used as like a vessel to help women heal and I needed, I was in the lowest, darkest place of my entire life when I started California Healing, which was why I started it, because I knew that I needed an anchor. I knew I needed other women and they needed support of other women. So it came out of pure desperation and pain. I mean, my bottom, I didn't even know my bottom had a basement. So like, mm. that's how low I went. And um, so starting this women's ministry has been really cathartic for me. And I know that it'll help a lot of ladies. So if they want to check it out, they can go to CaliforniaPreaching.com and then they can find the California Healing page. And they can also check out my YouTube channel. That uh, yeah, is, that thank amazing. you for sharing that because we have talked, we've had, we've had a few guests on who have talked about darker times in their lives and those periods of time that, and, and how the way through it was by sharing it with others, by being fully transparent about it and embracing that period of time and getting embracing like, the yeah. suck, embracing, yes, embracing it. You know, knowing and, and by the way, you can't keep it in. You cannot just repress and repress because it's it's so it's so toxic. It's so unhealthy. So to find your calling and to have women and to find this shared experience, shared experiences, women helping other women is gr uh, girl power. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's Thank beautiful. You. It's beautiful. Now, is this a is this a terrible time to segue into Holy Spirit Activate? Because is, is yes. this actually I, a perfect I just time learned to about this today. I can't oh stop. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is how how did you feel when this happened? Like, tell, well, tell us about it, because you guys were doing the show you were doing. The genesis of Holy Spirit Activate is really actually very beautiful. Um, my son was diagnosed with stage four cancer and he was only 16 at the time. And it was just a really scary, scary, very um, upsetting, obviously, time in mine and Billy's life and our son Vance. And <clears throat> I would sit in my uh, closet and I would just pray for hours at a time, asking God to heal my son, um, asking God to give me the strength to get through this, asking my, uh, asking Jesus, I, my higher power is Jesus, but mm -hmm. asking God to help me with um, being able to um, pray for my son and, and, and say the right things to my son and give my son the strength to be able to walk through his 28 rounds of chemotherapy and his three surgeries. It was just a very, oh very, very scary gosh. time. Oh. But um, is she okay? I He's okay now today. He's oh. at school and he's doing great and he's playing Amazing. basketball and thank God. Thank, thank you, Jesus. God. But 
Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> one day I walked into the bathroom and it was a particularly difficult day. I remember that day I was really struggling and um, I just felt very lost at sea and literally just out of nowhere, I just started going, Holy Spirit. And I was like, where did that come from? That's so crazy. Where did that come from? And so when I went on to the family feud, celebrity family feud with Carney and Wendy and Steve Harvey was like, all right, we're going to ask you five <laughs> questions and you know, you've got 20 seconds to answer and the lights are going dimming down. And I was like, hold on. Holy Spirit. Activate. <laughs> and so I did it right there. And he was like, oh my gosh, Holy Spirit activate. That could be used before you do a test. That could be used before you take your children to the doctor to get a shot. That could be used before you get it. And I was, and I was just laughing and he kept going, Holy Spirit activate. And then the next thing I knew, I mean, literally 24 hours later, it like blew up on TikTok. So um, yeah. And then it was something like 500,000 Holy Spirit activate TikTok videos. And a lot of people, I just have to say this as like a little caveat here, but you know, a lot of people were offended by the Holy Spirit activate because they thought I was like making fun of the Holy Spirit or that I was saying that the Holy Spirit needed activation of some sort. Of course, we all know the Holy Spirit does not need my help. The Holy Spirit does not need activation. What it what what it was doing for me, it was reminding me, China go inside and yeah, go activate into you. you activate myself mm -hmm. exactly to bring out the holy spirit so anyway there was a little bit of confusion around that and i knew there would be but what could i do i mean i didn't expect it to take off like wildfire How i know it resonated with i mean my daughter was in here i because everyone on the our group chat from my heart was like this holy spirit activate i'm like i better look this up <laughs> And my David daughter's and I like, are not Wait. on TikTok. I, uh, you know, we're, uh, you have a teenage girl, David. I have a 21 year old who sends me TikToks all day, every day. So I asked her about it immediately, too. And she's like, oh my God, yes. And send me the, <laughs> the clip. Right. Yeah. My daughter was like, Wait a second. You're interviewing her? <laughs> but I, I know, I know her. I know. Like so, some people know me as the, you know, the Holy Spirit activate girl i'm like oh my god a different generation be, like, of people right 15 <laughs> it's, what a yeah. great message what a great thing to be known for the spirituality oh, so I, I love it and it's so freaking catchy it is so, like Thank you said you. where you don't know where it came from you got it you got it right and it is well a lot of people added beats to it and like literally like downbeats and stuff so it just went wild it really went wild it's so much fun and um you know, I think that even, even, you know, God has a sense of humor. I really think that he used that as a way to help build my ministry. And, you know, cause I was like, how am I ever going to grow ministry? You know, I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And then Holy Spirit activate took off. I was like, okay, God, you've got a sense of humor right. because I never could have even imagined that. Now here, you know, like here's he your ministry. Yeah. yeah. He orchestrates thing that, things because he's God that we could never imagine, you, you know, for ourselves. You could not think that one up. I think <laughs> no, matter, no. no matter how spiritual, no, no matter how practiced, <laughs> I mean, to, to, to with Steve Harvey in front of you to just exactly belt it exactly. out. Um, but boy, is that so catchy. And you as a band... Are you've done reunions? So, I I know we don't have a ton of time, but when you, when you all three decided to part ways, and was it just you had lived each other in every ounce, pour all of it for so long for so that you all needed to go separate ways with love, 
Well, just for the record, we're still together as a group and we still perform once a month. Wilson Phillips does a show pretty much, uh, you know, once a month. And uh, so that's really exciting. So we, we still sing together, but there was a 10 year hiatus. Right. <laughs> Um, and, you know, a lot of that was just attributed to the fact that we had nine children between the three of us. We, we wanted to be moms. And, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we had kind of gotten on each other's last nerve. And, you know, who could blame us? We'd been together nonstop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was going to say when you even when you talked about the tour, like I, I thought to myself, these are girls, girls, by the way, who are. At each, you know, we all know we as women yeah. how it can be when you're just with everybody. And I feel like to have grown up together, to spend every weekend together, sleepovers, and then now you're just in each other's business twenty four seven. I mean, uh, listen, Carney, Wendy, and myself. Neither of us went to college, and so we always say that we went to the Wilson Phillips Academy of Music. <laughs> That's what we did. We just traveled around and sang together and wrote songs. I mean, for years and years and years. And we are truly like sisters. We love like sisters and we fight like sisters. I mean, you talk to the Dixie, Dixie Chicks, you talk to the Go-Go's, you talk to, you know, Envo, they're all going to say the same thing. We love like sisters and we fight like sisters. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. Um, but if there, if we were fighting, it was always two against one because Blood is thicker than water. Let's just remember that. <laughs> Look at the last um, names. Right, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think that it was a really painful time because I realized, listen, after I gave birth and I realized what I'd just gotten myself into after my first child, I called up Carney and I was like, when can we get back on the road? Like, this is hard work. This is, I thought what we were doing was hard. This is hard. Raising babies, is, making babies and raising babies is hard work. But well, the making babies wasn't such hard work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, I will say that, um, you know, I, I just really felt depleted at the end. I just felt like I had nothing more to give. And for me, I'm not just going to call stuff in. I'm not going to phone things in. I want to do things with integrity. So I wanted to make sure that if I was going on the road or we were going to do another album, I wanted to make sure that I was really authentically feeling that passion and that motivation to do it. I didn't want to just do it for the money. I didn't want to just do it to do it. I, I really felt that it was important that um, my, I was aligned with whatever I was doing. And, and Wilson Phillips just felt kind of out of alignment at that time in my life. And I know that Carney was not happy about it, but, um, you know, we, 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 we've come a long way. Carney and I, oh my gosh, our communication skills were zero back in the day, zero. I mean, we had no skills and we didn't know how to communicate with one another. And it, so that it would escalate fights would escalate and it would get, you know, not so pretty. But mm -hmm. now we're so good. We'll say things like, okay, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. You've got the talking stick. <laughs> and you just say what you need to <laughs> the say. Talking stick. <laughs> well, and that's been an even longer term marriage for you, right? And yes. that is also growth yes. and growth spurts right. in, uh, at different stages in your lives. And now as a thousand as percent fully, you know, women with adult children and with, you know, all of it is it just makes such a difference of being able to know when you need to take that breather or have someone be able to say to you, I'm going to let you I'm going to give you some time. Yeah. She still has to have the last, last word, though. So. <laughs> all right. So just let her give her that. <laughs> Hold up. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're a, a woman that grew up with sisters and bandmates that were all female, and you married into a family that seems, you know, very masculine. Those brothers, I, I mean, I've, I've worked with some of them, but uh, what was it like going into a family of brothers like that? Uh, okay, well, first of all, there's two sisters, and a lot of people don't know that. So there's four brothers and two sisters. So there's Daniel, ah. Stephen, Alec, and Billy. And then there's Jane, and there's Beth. And it's very funny because Jane and Beth, God bless them, whenever they would go to events with their brothers, they had T-shirts made up. And Same one word. said nothing, and the other one said nobody. <laughs> oh, no. you gotta love the sense they of humor. There. They're happy in the background. So cute. But... um. Yeah, a lot of testosterone there, but I have four brothers too. 
I have four brothers and two sisters. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I love Billy's family and we've all grown really close every single summer. We, we do family vacations together and we go to uh, skinny Atlas, New York, which uh, <laughs> it's in Syracuse. Um, and it's just a finger Lake. And we usually just like rent a house right on the water and we jet ski and we did barbecues and we play, you know, board games and it's very, it's, it's very beautiful. And, um, we really enjoy our time together. Um, but yeah, no family is perfect, you know, no family is perfect. And there's definitely struggles. But for the most part, we really do enjoy each other's company. And, you know, my family, Billy loves my family. He's very close with my mother and um, very close with my sister Bijou and my brother Austin and my brother Aaron and my brother Jeffrey um, and my sister Mackenzie. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, he's a really lot of these people we know, we all, yes. A lot yeah. of you in the spotlight. Yes. Amazing. It is. It's, right. it's got to be surreal to be part of an extended family that's like so famous also. I mean, but family is family and, you know, family vacations. The I mean, family it, tree. It's all the same. Like, it's, it is kind of crazy. I mean, I think there was an article not too long ago. And I mean, I don't really want to get all into that because it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it is kind of crazy when you think about like, Okay, Alec and Kim Basinger, and then Haley and Justin and China and Billy, and then you've got John Phillips and Michelle Phillips it's insane, and Brian yeah. Phillips and Bijou, and it it just kind of keeps going. It it's keeps really growing, bizarre. right? The, the, yeah. the roots just keep growing more and but more. But when branches. you're all together, it doesn't matter, right? It's just family's family. You're 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 on a trip. You're on the beach, or you're in Syracuse, and it's all the same. I'm just waiting for like somebody in our family to marry, you know, Sean Lennon. Like, I'm just waiting for that so that we can just <laughs> continue and then we can get like Add some another sort of, layer. Some sort of yeah. plaque. Then we can get like some sort of family crest. <laughs> it's got to be maybe a family tree record of <laughs> fame and notoriety, but you all seem to, I mean, you're, I, I know some of, you know, Billy's brothers and they're so down to earth and they're all family, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty funny. I mean, if you want to be rolling on the floor, just have dinner with Daniel and Stephen and Alec and Billy because they're all <laughs> really funny and really smart and you won't get a word in edgewise, so don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's from Long Island too, so I, I don't I don't really get a word in either. Long Island. Strong Island. Strong Island. Oh, Strong Island. That's good. Well, I we're living here for... Um, a year we're going to just because we we did live on the east coast for like oh my gosh i want to say uh 14 years we lived on the east coast that was when billy was like i'm never moving to the west coast right <laughs> so we lived on the west coast on the east coast for 14 years and then we had three kids we ended up staying in california for 16 years so we raised our kids there and then we just recently in the past six months decided to come back and we've been having a blast hanging out with some of our old friends and our old stomping ground and catching up with, you know, some family members. And it's been really nice. So we're here for another year for sure. And then we're not sure we're, what we're going to do after that, but God knows. So we'll see. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's one, you, you just, I, I love that idea. We, we moved back. We, Ben and I met in LA in the in in the late nineties, 
he was always a New Yorker, had always wanted to move back, but he had been living there for, you know, a good, I don't know, decade or so. And he, it was always like, when are we going to find our way? When are we going to get to New York and move back to New York? And there's just never a moment where you say, okay, this is the perfect moment in time. And he was working. So we were, the kids were eight and five and we were like, okay, let's do it. But let's just say we're doing it for a year. Let's just say we're doing it for a year and see, let's see what happens. Cause you can always exactly. change your mind. Um, you know, we hoped that it would work. We, and it did. We, we've been here ever since, but, um, but it, it, looking at it that way is everything. It can be temporary. You can, you can, you know, one day feel one way and the next day. And as long as you're in sync and can I say, just hold on for one more day? Well, I was going to try. And, and still we'll on see, for one more day. And we'll I was going to say, just, just keep Big Ben happy, you know? Just <laughs> keep him happy. All will be well. You right? know, like everyone always says, happy wife, happy life. I think it's the opposite. I think the husband. <laughs> There's just no good doing, rhyme for that, right? There's I just know, not a good rhyme. Good if you come it. up with one, I will promote it let's I will okay. work I'll on that because i'm the queen of that kind of stuff i was gonna say you put sustain in a song so you can do I this if anyone let's not forget that sustain happy man yes you can never mind okay anyway this has been amazing i don't want to keep you any longer but uh thank you for bringing us on this journey just so happy for you and and for i mean to to overcome such a a, a difficult time and i'm so happy to hear your son is doing well and yeah. you know as as parents we all understand that and to have found this and to have really created it and put it out into the world to help other people is just Aww. it's so so beautiful so admirable and um congratulations really thank you really you guys are so kind and i've really enjoyed my time with you and i just pray that you uh follow the peace guys follow the peace that's follow like my new peace. mantra i'm just following the peace in my life and you i'm know, with you there i love it expecting to have holy spirit activated days every single day <laughs> oh i'm gonna start yes. saying that too, exactly so. we're there we're with oh. you thank you so much so thank great you, to China. meet you yes bye, guys. love to everyone bye take good care that was fun bye that was really cool i mean what a energy really like don't you think just such a such a bright light i didn't i didn't yeah. know her at all and i honest honestly like growing up t and and loving the band so much and knowing their music i hadn't i really don't and it sounds to me too like she they didn't do that much you know they were out there but she sounded china sounded like she was a little bit you know camera shy and i know she did i know she acted and and had a whole other career too during that period of time which we didn't really even talk about but um i i, I don't even remember seeing her really interviewed or over the years like i don't recall I've so this was I, yeah when when we got our rundown page i i saw her and i'm like oh my god i i this girl looks in, even more beautiful than when she was in her 20s yeah but uh, also the way that they they met each other and were performing for their parents at three years old is just such a beautiful way to end up forming a band. And yes. yeah, it sounds like she wasn't into the rock and roll lifestyle. Right. And I get it. And she has, she's a family, you know, she's a mom with three kids and a long-term uh, marriage. And I totally get that, but she, she gave it a great shot. And that, 
those records were amazing and yes. the band was so great. And I love that. I always love hearing the stories that they still every month get together and sing and do a show. Um, yeah. I, that's so cool. They're, they're, that's just a, I feel like this was a really special episode because it's just so, it's so us. It's so our 90s. <laughs> it's our, it's like I know, the pocket right? of when the 90s. China Phillips, I was like, I started reading. I'm like, oh my goodness, this girl has an incredible life story. Yeah. And then was I was I wrong to bring up the Baldwins? No, I, I think I thought that was great. That's, that's I, I I wanted to ask about it. I, I, I mean, I, I really yeah, wanted I, to ask about how they met and that because that really was at the peak of their um, right, both of their on celebrity a, on a, and, and baggage claim at yeah. stardom. <laughs> those stories are always the best. I always love those those stories. But um, really, what a you know a, a, that that story about her son and and how she has was able to get through it and heal through her faith through oh my you know gosh, yeah. um it is is really beautiful and it's beautiful that she's helping other people and um what a what a light what a what a light and what a treat to meet her and to get to talk with her so i loved yeah. it we hope you guys loved it and we should uh we yeah and, and our social media let's put on her youtube channel and um her her ministry and how she's helping people because that sounds amazing yeah it's great it really 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 lovely um so thanks for um for uh coming back and listening everybody and uh we'll we'll be back here next week thank you for listening everybody yeah christine you have a great week and everybody have a great week and uh we will be here uh next week same time we'll be back soon bye thanks for listening make sure to subscribe and give us five stars and please follow us on instagram at hey dude the 90s called see you next time Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.